Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this Thanksgiving week edition of Wrestling and Dreaming, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. In the Talmudic Tractate of Brachot, the section of the Talmud which deals specifically with prayer and with blessings, we read that when a person first opens their eyes in the morning, they should say a blessing. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, ruler of the universe, Pokeach Ivrim, who opens the eyes of the blind. We have been blind, as it were, during sleep. Now we can see and we acknowledge God as helping us to see. And the Talmud goes on. When we put on clothes, we should say, Blessed be God, Malbish Arumim, who clothes the naked. When we walk on the ground, we would say, Blessed be God, who spread the dry land over the waters of creation. Blessed be God, who gives strength to the weary, we say, when we're finally finished with our morning wake-up routine. It's a beautiful thought. The first thing we're supposed to do when we open our eyes in the morning is say this lovely blessing, Blessed be God who gives sight to the blind, who opens the eyes of the blind. It's a lovely thought. But the truth is that for many of us, and I will certainly include myself in those, those blessings are not the first thing we think about in the morning. Even though we might have a sense of gratitude to God and acknowledgement that we've woken up to begin another day, the idea of compartmentalizing each moment, each action in our wake-up routine into a blessing while it's a beautiful idea, and it certainly is one that is full of kavanah, full of, of meaning if we perform it, is not the easiest uh, routine to adopt. We should try it a little bit, try to be more cognizant of, of it, but it's really not the easiest routine to develop. Perhaps it's for that reason that these blessings, known as Berchot HaShachar, now appear in the prayer book as part of the morning service, and most traditional services will begin in the morning with those words of those morning blessings, whether we're davening by ourselves or in a minion. So we say the blessings. Blessed are you, O God, who opens the eyes of the blind maybe a couple of hours or an hour or so after we've woken up. Blessed be God who, give, who clothes the naked an hour or a couple of hours after we've gotten dressed. So we lose some of that immediate personal meaning. But I think we gain something as well. We gain the recognition that the ideas of clothing the naked, of opening the eyes of the blind, of releasing those who are imprisoned, of helping people walk on this earth is a critical element of our responsibility as human beings. We may say, God clothes the naked, but we're reminded in several Jewish texts, as God clothes the naked, so must we clothe the naked. As God feeds the hungry, so must we feed the hungry. The bottom line is that by saying the blessings as part of the service, we're separating it from our own experience, which might mean a little less personally meaningful, but it reminds us that these blessings are not just about us. They're about our responsibility to help those who are in need in different ways, to help to clothe the naked, to help to feed the hungry, to help those who are imprisoned or bound to be free. We may acknowledge, we may ascribe God 
the idea of clothing the naked. After all, as the tradition says, God clothed Adam and Eve with fig leaves in the, in the Garden of Eden. But the truth is that our tradition says, as God clothed the naked, so must we do it. We don't wait to depend upon God to help those who are in need financially, who are in need of resources. We reach out in, in acts of tzedakah. To go a little bit further, even though this is not mentioned in the particular morning blessings, as God visits the sick, and there's a tradition that God visited Abraham uh, after his brit milah, after his ritual circumcision, to perform the kind act, the, the most meaningful act of visiting those who are ill, so must we visit those who are We don't wait around for God to send an angel to visit the, uh, the sick. We are that angel. We are the ones who perform these acts. So when we say these blessings as part of the morning service, yes, we're losing a bit of that personal meaning, but we're recognizing something that is as or even more important. And that is we're reminding ourselves of what we believe about God and what we believe about God is that we must imitate God in these acts of kindness. We are the ones who must close the naked. We are the ones who must feed the hungry. We are the ones who must help those in need. And again, by separating it from our morning routine, we step back and realize that what is really important is our responsibility to others in the world. So in this Thanksgiving week, and Thanksgiving is such a wonderful holiday, such a beautiful holiday, to express our thanks and our acknowledgement to God for the gifts we've been given, we need to take that step back and recognize our responsibility to others that we can't depend upon God to do these great acts of kindness or, or great acts of meaning, that we are God's agent to perform those acts. And moving those blessings away from an individual morning routine into something a little bit later in the morning where we have a little bit more perspective on others in the world reminds us that that is the ultimate responsibility. And in that way, as I talked about last week, prayer is not just saying to God, thank you for doing these things, but recognizing that we need to take the role of human beings in not only changing our lives, but in helping to change the world. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and until next time, thank you.